Welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, what you're watching edition. A place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, occasionally with cats. Fluffy cats. Yeah, did you see her jump? You screamed. Good. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz, with us tonight, Zeke. Hola. Peter. Hi. And Chom. I'm back, bitches. Yeah! You had a good vacation? Also, Bailey's here. very relaxing. It was a very good time. Went out to Tennessee, saw some waterfalls, walked around. Pretty good. What a time. Good, good. It was worth it. Glad to hear it. Can you go on vacation again? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no problem. Please. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I quit. Lies. You can't quit. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, you're fired. Uh, so we're going to kick this bitch off with some Cowboy wow. Bebop. Wow, well, we got some strong language this episode. That's what I'm here it. for. <laughs> she started it. Oh, Christ. So Tom actually watched Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. It was pretty good. <laughs> so I will Are open. Are we ever going to say that correctly? Never. Okay, good. Just make sure. I said it right the first time. I just said it, and then I messed it up on purpose. Listen no, to me I, when I. Say I don't think you said it. Anyway, Cowboy Bebop. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, I. So we watched the first half, right? And then I went and while well, he was at work, and I watched the entire anime in one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we went and watched the other half because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I want to have like a reference because I don't remember it. Apparently, um, in doing so, I found out that I have really only watched one episode ever of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and it was the episode um, with the goopy slime where everyone like almost dies because Spike puts the lobster in the refrigerator. So, so pretty much you watched the most un-Cowboy Bebop episode of Cowboy Bebop, and that was your entire experience of the show so this, prior to this moment. This was very enlightening for me. I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, again, I will say I love that episode that apparently is the only one you've seen, but it is basically a filler episode in the anime. No, no, right. So overall, my experience with Cowboy Bebop. Bebop Bebop. Um... I really liked the live action mm-hmm. up until the second to last episode. When they left Ayn <laughs> on that planet. <laughs> so, Fuck that show. So it's just when they abandon Ayn, you're like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Which was the smart move. It truly was. It was 100% don't, the don't smart care. move. They didn't even go back for him. Yeah, fuck that dog. He's a spy. That's not true. Okay, he's an unwitting spy, but he's still a spy. They go back for him. Well, they don't really. Um, before we kind of get the after credits the... scene in the in the end of it, he comes back, but they don't go back for him. So right. before we get into like some of the other nitty gritty things, overall impressions. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Overall, um, I think it's one of the best uh, live action adaptations of an anime that has been done. I'll agree to that. Peter, Peter watched the first episode. I'm sorry, go ahead. To me, it seemed like cosplayers trying to poorly recreate the show. Did you watch the whole thing? No, I couldn't. I barely got past the first episode. I was just so annoyed at everything that I was seeing. Cowboy Bebop is his Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, how, that's like the level on which we judge everything. Well, so... 
I, I, I'm always going to be a little skewed against live-action anime adaptations because the main reason I like anime is that it's anime. anime. So if you take something that is animated and looks really good like that and then you put it into something that's live-action that just kind of looks okay, I'm going to like it less. I thought it looked really good. They recreated a lot of stuff, but you can't... Some of the action scenes in Cowboy Bebop just have really fluid momentum to them. They they, they look really good. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be able to replicate that in live action. It it just can't be done. I mean, I don't think they did a terrible job. Again, I I didn't... It's not without its flaws. 100%. It's not without its flaws. But I think you should try and give it more of a chance. Go into the mindset of... It's this, not. It, this it's, is Cowboy Bebop, but it's not. It's really Cowboy an homage Bebop. to Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, is really what it is. Yeah, it I doesn't... would be less bothered if it wasn't trying to point for point adapt it. It's not. It's, it's not. not. No, one hundred percent, not even close I, to trying to point for point it, adapt it. So it I follows under- tropes. I can understand why um, have because you only watched the first episode. Um, why you would think that, especially because the I mean the opening credit is pretty much a. Uh, scene for scene recreation. The only thing they change is that it's they have three different guns instead of just Spike's gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the <laughs> and at the end, there's no Ed. It's just the the three of them. Well, yeah, fuck but it. as you actually go through the the series, they did take a lot of things from from the anime, mm-hmm. like a lot of the the characters and and everything. But they changed a lot of the story points, mm-hmm. um, and they flushed out a lot more of like some of the character backstories, like especially with Faye, um, you kind of get, a, a, I, I felt like you got a lot better sense of who who she was and why she was going, like why she was the way she was. Did you say flush out? Yeah, flushed out the character. You, you would flesh out a character. You would flush it out if you were trying to get rid of it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Which I was, I thought you were being accurate and then you changed your entire thing there. No, I'm no, like, both are accurate. I mean, flesh, they, fl- they fleshed fl- out. They fleshed out a lot and they flushed out a lot yeah. too. Yeah. Because the, the Faye development was pretty good and that was actually pretty nice. They definitely and changed. They got rid of a lot of the nonsense. Yeah. They, some of it. There's no filler episodes. Yeah. It just actually, falls. there is like one filler episode. Where when when Jet Black's going to like watch his daughter's recital? Oh yeah, and, that one. And, like you don't even watch, you don't even see the entire that, fight scene in the but background. That even, but that also was that more was a of a of Faye episode yeah. too, because you were getting the backstory between her and her mother. Oh, oh yeah, no, it was great. I'm not gonna lie, and that actually that's one of the moments that really felt like Cowboy Bebop to me, because a lot of the original anime, the funny parts, it's not necessarily any quips they were making or like jokes they're making. It's the visual sight gag that something weird happens. They're all you're like, wait, and they just blow past it and don't even talk, about, talk it. about it. And yeah, that one was a great scene because yeah, it's Jet Black sitting there in some holographic representation of a little kid's elementary school watching his daughter be. Oh, what, what, I think she was a tree or some shit. No, she was or like she was a, a planet. Oh, she was the sun. She was the sun. You're right. She was they, the sun. They were doing was, the planet. He was dancing with her, and, and then oh, it was pan back to him, and he'd be dancing in the bar or wherever he was, <laughs> yeah. and they'd be in the background. The little fighting. bodega. Yeah, and and freaking <laughs> and freaking spikes just murdering like fifty dudes that are all fighting him at the same time. No, I mean. I liked a lot of it. There's a lot of it that was really good. Honestly, the fight scenes were really well choreographed. Yeah. I went into that. It wasn't quite as like, it, like you said, Peter, it's never going to be as smooth as like the anime and like they're not going to be able to make it quite as dynamic as that, but they did a really good job. They, they actually 
they use the same kind of, well, they use the actual martial arts that they drew the animated Spike's martial arts to be based on. They use the actual anim that actual mar form of martial arts in the show. And they had some, whoever their fight choreographer was, did a fantastic job. I need to look it up because that guy was, or lady, was great. Mm -hmm. They did a solid job. I mean, Peter, if you're going to watch it or even give it a chance, go into it thinking Cowboy Bebop, but don't think of it as the anime Cowboy Bebop. Like, it follows the tropes, follows some of the storyline, but it changes a lot, and the storyline for both is completely different. Like, oh, yeah, like, the, the end is totally different yeah. than the anime, and... Like, when we first watched it, Zach was pissed. I've grown on it a little bit, but I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm like, mostly it just pissed me off because I am, again, a fan of the original. And it's, I love it so much, I think, because it is a self-contained story. It is over at the end. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some interpretations like, is he dead? Is he not dead? What could go on? But the whole point is that that story's done. And if he does go on, it's a we don't ever need to talk about that story ever again. Right. That's, that's Spike's story to go live on his own life. He finished everything he needed to do. Let's leave the poor guy alone. And on this one, they're like, let's set it up for season two. Yeah. Yeah, Which like was, you don't even get Ed until the... Um, the post credit scene. The post credit scene of the final episode. Also, that put a sour taste in my mouth, too. And I read a great article on why I think Honestly, it did put a sour taste in my mouth. Here's my what? thing. What the fuck? Why does it take so long for Ed to show up? So, well, yeah. the um, I, I I don't know if you read the same article I did, but the reason they did that is because the um, director and show creator really wanted to flesh out Yay. Spike, Jet, and Faye before they introduced this crazy, wild, chaotic character because Ed was going to take a lot, and, and they also had to find the perfect person to play play that character because it's not... It's I guess not an easy character. Yeah, player. I will say that that was not the one I read that really encapsulated my feelings on it, um, because they I think they did a good job of changing the characters enough and like changing up their looks a little bit and making them feel less animated and more real and grounded in the world. And the problem with Ed was he's the, not real or grounded. No, they did it exactly how they did it in the anime. The casting's perfect. The costume choice is literally the only one that is exactly like it is in the anime, and it got just real uncanny valley. Yeah. It got, honestly got like, well, that doesn't f that doesn't fit with any of the rest of the show because they changed the show so much, and then you didn't change that character at all. It really just didn't fit anymore because they had changed the they had changed the world that they were living in so much. Yeah, I think the. Oh, you're looking the, at pictures? Yeah, I think the original, yeah. like, the first moment when you see Ed was very Uncanny Valley, but, like, after, like... Ed in the was, anime? No, no, in the in the, in the the live action. The first moment of it was, like, because the camera angle was just weird, and it was supposed to be that awkward view. But then when it was panning back and forth between the two, like, it kind of got out of the Uncanny Valley, and you kind of saw, like, body figure. Yeah, but, it's, but it was... was. But no, that's what I'm saying. But it was still... I know, Ed, I know. Radical Edward is supposed to be over the top, yeah. But it was too much for what they had, how they had done with the show. I think that's why they put it at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because they're like, hey, we're gonna introduce this really fucking crazy character. And, and to be honest, like, so in here, especially like I said, I, I went and watched, binged the whole uh, series um, when we were like in between season one. 
I really, 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 really appreciated them doing that because controversial statement, I hate that character. Yeah. Like a lot. Like a lot. Like annoys the shit out of me. And I was like, I will put up with it because I like the show, but God, I just want to punch this kid in the face. But Ed's like the best part. Truly is. Like she said, yeah. controversial opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and that being said, the live action Ed looks like a nightmare creature from the abyss. Yeah, so. if, if if you watch when you get to that ending credit scene, like you're you kind of get a little turned off to the whole ending of the show because just the way Ed came it was, off, it was a really poor way to finish it off. Yeah, I think if they did it a little bit differently, like introduced Ed like walking up rather than just sitting there and being like, hey, you know, and it was just like, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if like, they normalized the the character a little bit rather than making it too radical, yeah. That's the that's thing. What they did. Bring the radical in a little bit later. Yeah. But then, of course, you would have had people going, well, that's well, not even radical, right. Edward. Yeah. That, who's regular Edward here going on here? Yeah. They were just trying to make Ed as crazy as possible to make it work. But and it just, uh, it, 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 it hit wrong, especially with the tone that they had just ended the show with. Yeah. I mean, the show ending was. Well, I also hard. think it's also trying like, to set you up for a season yeah, two to let hard. you know that, like, season two is going to probably be a little more nutty and off the walls yeah i mean season two is going to be a completely different storyline well yeah because like, there yeah. is no storyline there is no storyline they're making fresh, it up yeah it's going to be a fresh story yeah it, which i'll appreciate because i have so many questions yeah i'll appreciate it i like I said questions she does i'd like i'd ask them but like i don't want to necessarily ruin it for you because i do think you should at least give it a chance yeah so I don't want to like spoil yeah, no. how they. I was watching the first episode. I'm just like, I'd rather watch the anime, and then I did, and I was happier. <laughs> Go into the show thinking Cowboy Bebop, but not Cowboy Bebop. A loving homage to Cowboy yeah. Bebop. It's what ten ten episodes. Yeah, I mean. So I'll, I'll make you a deal, Peter. If you can make it to at least episode five, <laughs> I'll spoil the ending for you. You should just watch episodes five through ten. Yeah, I mean, or watch up a little bit. Watch the last two episodes; you'll probably be fine. Yeah, but I think you'll get a little bit more. Like, you won't get as much out of it. Oh, I know you won't, but you'd be fine. You'd at least get it. <laughs> if you really don't want to watch it, just watch the last two episodes. Just watch it. Honestly, just watch it. It was pretty it, solid. It was worth it. Like it, I said, it wasn't like Dragon Ball. No, you know where you watch oh, the God, live no. adaptation, and you're like, oh my God, this is cringy. You know, and, and it, it was, wasn't. It definitely wasn't like uh, Death Note. It yeah, was, or Death Note. No, it was honestly, it was well acted. I mean, what's his name? John, Jonathan John Jonathan John Cho. Cho. John yeah, Cho. John Cho did a fantastic job. I liked him a lot. My couple of my issues with it, just overall, were um, it got there was a lot of weed and speak. If I'm using a industry term on that one, uh, it's it's it was coined when Josh Joss Whedon was doing Buffy. It's just that where that thing where they're saying a quip or just a funny line just to say a funny line, and it doesn't necessarily actually add anything to that. And there really isn't. There's a lot of banter and not a lot of dialogue in some scenes. I mean, there's always banter between. Jet and no, but like it's truly just it does. But even in the anime, like the banter is more dialogue it's giving it's giving it's giving more characterization 
on a lot of that there's like like when they first meet Faye she's like can I kill her <laughs> just a little bit well like that part's funny that's a spike thing but when she's like do you think you could strap me to an even bigger toilet? Is there a bigger toilet for you to strap me to? That's just unnecessary stuff like that. That's it's a very or like welcome to the welcome to the ouch motherfuckers, which is a great line and I love it, but is a very Whedon speak thing. It's you, yeah, you good? Yeah, drooled yeah, all that over was the a place. A lot of drooling. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. I got I got passionate apparently. It's just. I thought there was a lot of that that I felt like could have been because some of the dialogue is absolutely amazing. Like when he's talking to other people and doing stuff like that. But a lot of the just the back and forth that they have, they're like, you could have cut that off three lines ago and you could have actually moved on to something else. Filler. Yeah, it's just unnecessary filler. Just moment filler. But no, I but I like honestly a lot of the changes they made. I liked a lot. And made a lot more sense than than some of the stuff in the anime. You're like, wait, why the fuck would they even do that? Yeah. Give it a watch, Peter. Honestly, I'm it's really stuck on this image of Ed. It's like, weird. Why did Why did they choose to try as hard as they could to replicate Ed's anime hairstyle? Yeah, and they didn't really try to do that with the for others. anybody else. That, I told you that was yeah. my issue with it. Yeah, it's... it looks really weird and off putting. Because <laughs> it's too much like the anime. Yeah, they should have updated it to actually try and be live action instead of just going all into a full adaptation there. Yeah. It looks like this version of Ed would belong in the Speed Racer movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's what it is. Which I didn't like that movie. I didn't watch that movie. Though I like Emile Hirsch. <laughs> That's the actor that plays Speed in the Speed yeah. Racer movie. Oh. And John Goodman was great in it. Yeah, that part John was great. great in most things. Uh, I, there's not a lot of stuff that John Goodman's not great in. What, real life, maybe. <laughs> um. So what, don't what sue it, me, John Goodman. So, abstaining Peter's vote for the moment. Uh, how many cats? I was I was holding it like a six. Yeah, I'd give it a six. Five or six. Yeah, it's it's not perfect, so, and it's not. Terrible. It's not bad in it's, any. It's like, a good. It's a watch. You can watch it and you can. You enjoy can watch it. it and enjoy it. Yeah. Again, they they made this one for people who. What? I'm a little offended. I wasn't allowed to vote. I was going to give it a four. You haven't <laughs> seen you it. Watched you haven't one watched one episode. It. Yeah, and I knew that there was clearly a lot of effort put into it. I just didn't like what I was seeing. I was that that is higher than I thought. A four was pretty. <laughs> See, I think this four, was four this out was, of eight. To me, is perfectly average. The, like I said, this that's is about as good as an anime adaptation that's live action is going to get. I, I honestly, I that's a higher score than I was expecting from you. <laughs> but I, I think this one they wanted it to be more accessible to people who had never seen the original anime. Yes, anybody could watch this and enjoy it. If you're if you're a diehard ultra fanboy of the anime, you're going to have issues with it 100. percent Yeah, but I think if you. <laughs> Get over yourself a little bit. You'll like it. You'll <laughs> yeah, enjoy, you'll, Peter, get over yourself. You may not like it, but you'll at least enjoy it. There'll be a lot of parts that you go, okay, that was pretty fucking great. All right. Watch it, Peter. I'm not saying you specifically, Peter. need to get over yourself. It was just the timing of me still being bothered by Ed. <laughs> Ed, Ed bothers me, too. It bothers it, all it of us. The last, Wait, the last 15 minutes of the last episode pissed me the fuck yeah, off, no, honestly. That, that did ruin it for me a little bit because I was watching that and I was like... The last 15 even, minutes or just Ed? Ed. No, the last 15 minutes <laughs> no, pissed me the fuck off. No, because the ending of the, 
of the show was like pretty pretty awesome. I actually oh, no. like the way it, it, it ended. Oh, it was and, great. If you're going to try and do more story, yeah, that was an amazing way to do it. But it also pissed me off because I'm like, eh, you guys could have just fucking ended it, but you're looking to get more money, you assholes. I would I'm fine with them continuing it. It wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't a bad but, watch. But it's also what? Uh, what Beaver? The fact that they had Cowboy Bebop in its entirety on Netflix, and you can also still buy the Blu-ray relatively cheap, kind of implies that making this at all was them giant to get more money. But yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, hundred percent. But I guess my also thing, the ending there is I'm like, even if we go forward with this. Shit's gonna it's, go down. It is man. not gonna be the same dynamic that we had in season one. No, oh no, it's, it's gonna be a shit also, show. Also, can yeah. they even technically call it Cowboy Bebop in if no, in a Cowboy season Bebop. in a season two? It's Cowboy Bebop. No, honestly, I don't even know if they'll theoretically be allowed to call it Cowboy he Bebop in season two. He didn't two. even hear you. He just completely ignored you. you. Yes, I heard you. I'm walking. I'm moving past it. <laughs> the cow. The Bebop's not even gonna be there. You don't know that. They, we don't know anything. We just, we um, just, uh, just, I mean, the ending of Cowboy Bebop in itself, you know, Jet didn't care for Spike anymore. And in the end of the live adaptation, it was pretty much the same thing. But the it was still left open that they could all kind of yeah. let bygones be bygones. And mm, well, it's a little more fucky right now. If, if I <laughs> see fucky. you again, I'll shoot you in the face. Is still fucky. But pretty I, fucky, okay? Still at the same time, it was one of those things where... It was fucky to begin with, and then it was fucky when the daughter was captured, and that really fucky fucked That really got really fucky. That's where it fucky, you know? <laughs> That's where it fucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jet's got a kid in this one. Yeah, that's in the first episode. Yeah, that's just weird to me. Yeah. I liked it. They turned yeah. like a 10-second scene into a full minute-long scene where he's whining about how he can't pay for a kid to get a doll. Oh, there's a whole episode yeah, about that doll. And that's amazing. It is. <laughs> it's actually probably one of the most Cowboy Bebop of the whole episode. Because really it is, just, yeah. it, it's great. And that's the one where they get Ayn, too. Yeah. I, that's you know, not the same episode, is it? Yeah, it is. I think so, yeah. It no. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. 100%. 100%, yeah. I agree with that. It is. No, because isn't Face yeah. Dude that, different yeah. than that. Dog Kidnap Dude? No, Face no? Dude is Dog Kidnap Dude. Oh. Because he's okay. pretending to be a black dude. Yeah. Well, no, he is a black dude. He's, he's pretending, pretending to be a, a white, white dude. dude. Yes, that's the other way. Yeah. Yeah. In the anime, he was... Just a black dude, yeah. Who's based just, on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he was just... And Bruce dogs. Lee. Yeah. Hmm. Well... <laughs> Let's move on to something that Peter does super care about. Uh, uh, I, we might as well all just shut up and let Peter take care of this uh, this section for us real quick. I, I want to know y'all's opinion on it as well. Yeah, um, but, but we're gonna le- we're gonna let you take the so point far. on it. <laughs> I can definitely tell you, I didn't watch it. I have no uh, idea what it's about. Hey Tom, you should give it a chance. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> it's definitely better than Cowboy Bebop. Uh, <laughs> So it, it, it is kind of what I thought it would be. They're, they're doing a loose adaptation of the Mad Fraction for Hawkeye. Um, but because the MCU version of Clint Barton isn't like a fuckboy and is married with children and I have two people on the screen just fucking, I guess... Zach, Zach, is, as- Zach is asking <laughs> Tom to get him candy. I was listening. I just want Tom to get me candy because he's not paying attention. Because <laughs> he doesn't care. Oh, yes, he brought the so, candy. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I guess yeah, it does kind of more. 
together character, you can't have the Matt Fraction version of Clint exist in this world, but you still need that version of him to progress the plot, because most of it's his fault. So they just made Kate the fuck up, which makes sense since she's new this time. By the time it happens in the comics, she'd been a hero for years, so it was a little weird. Mm. That and... They did the, the, the. Just tell me y'all's thoughts on the series, real quick. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you my thoughts. Go ahead, Tom. Tell us I your thoughts. You I have, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I really like Haley. I was like Heine. <laughs> you like Heine? I like Heine. I like Haley's Heine. <laughs> it's not bad. Um. I don't want this chocolate. Why did you put this in front of me? Mm, chocolate. Um, I really like her portrayal of Kate. I mean, I like Haley Steinfeld anyway. I think she's an major, amazing actress. Um, and I like their, like her and Jeremy Renner's chemistry. I think they work really well off each other. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Overall, I think it's fantastic so far. So... Favorite part, though, was when she finally gets to start using the trick arrows. I'm sorry. that's That whole scene... There's a more dangerous arrow than this? Yeah, she blows up a whole car, which technically she's the first person in the MCU since Iron Man to straight up murder people in her debut. Actual hum- living, living human beings and not like Chutari or something like that. In a scene very reminiscent of... Ant-Man makes the, his enemy Yellow Jacket literally implode yeah. no yeah he did yeah. that to himself after <laughs> it's like blaming someone whose cars exploded because there was a car bomb in it on the dude that started the car <laughs> well he shouldn't have had the suit in the first place no but like her like her first scene of actually like being like like, oh, this is she's Hawkeye now, or she is a Hawkeye now. Yeah. She blows somebody up and kills three people. At least three. But I do love that, yeah, she blows up that fucking van and she's like, wait, there are four more dangerous arrows than that one? What else was in this quiver, Clinton? You fucking asshole. Suction cup arrow? What are you supposed to do with suction cup arrow? And I love that that was the most useful one at the end. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank God you saved that suction cup arrow. Oh, I well, actually it was wait. I have to go back and get the suction cup arrow because we're gonna need that real quick. Yep. Okay, the Pym arrow was fucking legit though. <laughs> it's technically a reference to the comics. Yeah, no, 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 but that, but I loved that. That I'm like, oh, he actually, they actually, they are 100 percent doing his real trick arrows with a variation. Well, the yeah. Pym arrow in the comics launches like thousands of arrows at once downwards. That was probably more entertaining though. And killed less innocent bystanders. Yeah, exactly. You said you had a lot of questions for Peter. Mostly, just I don't re- I don't know enough about about Hawkeye. The only thing I I know him in a cursory example of basically he's the only thing I know him is he's the uh, really the MCU version of uh, uh, the Green Arrow. Pretty much, yeah. I, I, I at one point I knew who of those two characters came first. But I can't remember at all anymore. <laughs> I think Hawkeye did come first. Because Green Arrow was really just a knockoff of Batman. Yeah. He was Batman, but with a bow and arrow. And everything he owned was called the Arrow something. Like the Arrow Copter, the Arrow Cave. Instead of the Bat, yeah. Exactly. Hey, 
I do have one question. I don't. I don't know if I remember that. Does Hawkeye have anything? Does he have a uh, arrow with a with a boxing glove on the end? That's Green Arrow. No, that's what I'm saying. Does Hawkeye ever do that? No. No. Damn. No. I'm sorry. I know. I know Green Arrow has that. That's his best arrow. So. I think that's it was... in the comic when it happens, the car chase. Uh, it isn't like a big pin particle arrow that gets smashed and kills a bunch of people. Um, it actually ends with. Clint with a gun to his head and Kate with one of the trick arrows that she had previously been making fun of called the boomerang arrow. That's what saves the day. She intentionally misses, comes back, hits the dude in the back of the head and takes him out. Um, the point how, of that is actually... How do you make actually, a boomerang arrow? I, it's not explained. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making now. sure that we all know that the physics on that doesn't fucking work. No, it doesn't. Um, but the point of that issue was literally just Kate gaining a degree of respect for the weird shit that Clint does. For the really dumb trick arrows that he has, yes. Exactly, yeah. Because, um, I mean, it, it, they really have changed Clint and Kate's relationship from the, uh, the comics to the show. In that, in the comics, yeah, she became Hawkeye, but she never really idolized him. She didn't really give a shit about Clint Barton. She, it just happened to be the costume she grabbed in the Avengers Mansion when she decided to be a superhero. Well, Clint's also not as big of a douchebag in the MCU as he kind of is in the comics. He really is not, yeah. He... he in he's, the comics, he's, he's still one of my favorite superheroes, but he's a huge asshole. Yeah, he, well, and then the other, the other half is I love. I, I was reading. I've been reading up on him a little bit more because I was trying to figure about figure out a little bit more about it and see um, where this arc is going, kind of stuff like that. But I I was reading one. There's a lot in a lot of his comic book arcs, like basically on like Clint's day off when he's not at the Avengers compound or the mansion or whatever. His life kind of just is a series of mishaps that his everything just goes to shit all the time, and I kind of like that. And I wish, yeah. and they're doing a little bit of that in this. And I'm like, I need to see more of that. I want, I want to see Clint's life. Just, I would love to have like scenes of him calling Natasha, going, "You will not fucking believe what happened to me today." Okay. So far, my favorite scene was the LARPing when he had to go <laughs> to the LARP. The LARP with grills, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually pretty great. It's like, man, we gotta make so, it look good. I really hope they don't do this because Grills dies in a pretty brutal way at the end of the Matt Fraction run. Um, oh, they're totally. But he's doing also it. like a completely different character. So like, it, it, they match the name, but that's about it. And it, again, it's by necessity that Grills' relationship with Clint is very specific and only really exists in the world in the comics where Clint's a bit of an asshole. I was looking up the IMDb. He is supposed to be in four of the six episodes. Well, yeah, but he wasn't in the first episode. That's what I'm saying. He's supposed to be in four of the six. Question. He wasn't in the third episode, was he? I don't know, but he's supposed to be in four of the six. So we've got three more. Yeah, yeah, so we're good. Uh, It means he's supposed to show up. I don't know. How does the Ronin suit fit little itty-bitty girl Oh, and this uh, big-ass so dude. The only thing I can think of is that is a reference to the comics, because there's actually four different Echo characters, or uh, not Echo, but uh, Ronin characters in the comics. There's Echo, Hawkeye, uh, Blade, and I can't remember who the fourth one is, because I didn't give a shit. I think it was Daredevil. Um, but uh, So initially, it's <laughs> Ronin shows up as like a big, bulky dude. Everyone thinks that it's Daredevil. It was originally going to be Daredevil, uh, it was going to be how he joined the new Avengers, uh, since that was he, he was one of the 
originally pitched lineup. Mm-hmm. But the uh, execs didn't want Daredevil to be in the team at the time because he was going through too much like personal shit. So it's like, okay, no, no, you're not even allowed to have him as Ronan. So they changed it at the last second to be his current girlfriend, Echo, the you know the the villainous in the the show that we're seeing. Um, and she still looks like a big bulky dude. She takes the mask off, bottom like this part of her, still big bulky dude, but oh, different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. I just I don't trust that cat over there. <laughs> I don't trust any of them. But it was kind of great because you know, when she puts it on, like it both fits and does not fit at all while she's running around. You're like, oh, the pants fit, but like the shirt looks super big on her, but like the pants fit perfectly. What the fuck just happened there? And it's, like the you said his name was Grills. Grills. Well, his name's Gill, but everyone calls him Grills. He's bigger than both of them. And it fits him too. How? It's a magic suit, obviously. Magic suit, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm excited to see where this goes. It's superpower is making people want to fucking murder you. (laughs) if the arc is going to be this whole Ronin thing, then... It's not really going to be that. It's about to... It's about to... Well, at the end of the last episode, shit's about to actually go down. But but isn't Yelena supposed to show up? That's Swordmaster, right? I think is that supposed to be... Swordmaster, It's going to be Swordmaster, right? Wait, yeah, so we're finally Master? getting Hawkeye actually fighting one of his original villains. Her new stepdad. Uh, yeah, Jack. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Jack Duchesne. Um, yeah, who's actually Jacques Duchesne. Yeah. But was it, isn't Yelena supposed to show up? She is supposed to show up. We don't know when she's going to show up. Next episode. Probably. Supposedly. Um, that being said, I, I really don't think the Ronin suit's going to be that significant for that much longer. It's just a way to get Clinton involved in Mm. Um, I, if I had to guess, it, it's, it's kind of off the wall because they changed a lot about Kate's origin, so it's the only thing that would make sense and still try to tie in some of the themes of her character. But one of the biggest things, when Kate was a kid, her mom died, and her dad kind of neglected her a little bit because he was a crime lord. He gave her, he, he spoiled her rotten, basically. Um, and when she finds out later, it, it, it's a pretty big moment of development for her finding out that her dad's a crime lord. She, it, it's a lot, and I don't want to explain every bit of that. I think they're gender flipping that. I think her mom's ended up being the crime lord. I agree, but I don't think it's going to be a generic cl- crime lord because Kate has exactly one character that can be considered her arch enemy, and it's Madame Mask. Oh, shit. So I'm shit. thinking that's what we're going to get with this character. That might be our Madame Mask. You think Mask. her mom's going to be Madame Mask? Yes. That'd be intense. Right. Like intense. 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 It's like camping. Camping. I, I, I like the idea it's enough camping. that I'd be disappointed if it's something else, and now I know that they're gonna do something else. No, because <laughs> just because they will disappoint you. Yeah. Right. I have no idea what's going on. It's okay. It's okay. No, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. I can't wait to watch the next episode tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, the whole sequence just of them breaking out of the KB Toys warehouse, which I thought oh, yeah. it was, I thought it was amazing. And, like their their whole thing, like you know how hard it is to find a oh an empty warehouse in uh, in New York nowadays. They're all getting bought up by hipsters and they're getting gentrified. And you're like, okay, the plight of the uh, the plight of the, the tracksuit mafia. The tra- which yeah, first of all, the tracksuit mafia. What the fuck? They wear tracksuits. I can't believe they went with the tracksuit mafia. But, That's uh, what it was in the Mad Fraction run. It, it just makes. Well, I, actually, it wasn't even called that. They just called them the tracksuits because that was the one unifying thing. They all wore tracksuits. They were all Russian and they all said bro. 
like I like the guy the guy um when she was like um strapped on the uh the imagined dragons thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like imagined dragons. Oh, Okay. So this is just a gift for you. This was a gift for you that you made your girlfriend upset with now. You have to apologize that this was pretending this was a gift for her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I liked her. Her dialogue is pretty good. And then that whole, yeah, that whole sequence there where Clint's just doing ridiculous shit with arrows because he's Clint. Yeah. But he also runs out of arrows so damn quickly. I like quickly. that he keeps turning his hearing aid off. I, what I really would have enjoyed is just one bit, and hopefully they'll show it eventually, of Clint, after a fight is over, going back to reclaim the still usable arrows. It happens all the time in the comics, and everyone makes fun of him for it. And I love it. Well, they shouldn't. Because it's the only thing that actually fucking makes sense. Right? Uh, uh, Natasha, actually, I remember one specific, was like, why are you you grabbing old arrows like these? They're expensive. What the hell? (laughs) He's like, I'm on a a fixed income. (laughs) Didn't Iron Man make him like the infinite arrow? Theoretically, he was supposed to have like the nanotech quiver now, but I don't think he's. I I, I don't think he's. I doubt he has access to that currently. The, I, the... I think he has to be like actually doing Avengers shit to have that. He's <laughs> he's on his own personal dime right now. Right. Well, as far as we're aware, he's still probably retired. He's not being Hawkeye anymore. He's probably gone back into retirement now. No, exactly. Well, it seemed like that was the plan, and then Kate went and fucked everything up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that was the whole point. So, yeah, he did, probably doesn't have... it's lo- That's locked up at the Avengers... Well, not even the Avengers compound anymore because that got blown into a crater. Where are the Avengers even based out of now? <laughs> there are no Avengers currently. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're not... In, you know, and I did like that they uh, they did make reference to the Avengers Tower. She's like, can we just go over to Avengers Tower? And like, Tony sold it like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like four years ago? Yeah. It's going to be the Baxter building. We all know that, right? What's the Baxter building? Avengers Tower is going to end up being the Baxter building. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to that. It's what's going to happen. They, they alluded to it in Spider-Man uh, what's uh, Far From the Home. What's the Baxter building? The, the home of the Fantastic Four, like Peter said. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, because they, they definitely alluded to it that in Spider-Man, uh, what, yeah, Far From Home, when he's flying through the streets right before J. Jonah Jameson outs his yeah. ass. Which, thank God, it is still J.K. Simmons. Um, it can't be anybody else. Yeah, he, he kind of nailed it, at least for the live action It one. just doesn't work with anybody else. Speaking of things that don't work without anybody else, um, Matrix. Why isn't Morpheus in it? <laughs> oh, I don't get to. Hawkeye. It's perfect. Oh. No, Hawkeye oh, well, is I wasn't going to score. I wasn't going to give it a score until we finished the whole series. So far, seven cats. Seven cats, fair enough. I know it's eight for you, Peter. I just love Hawkeye. It's like the eight and a half cats. The whole reason I still play that stupid Avengers game, which is really bad, is because it has both the Hawkeyes. <laughs> Do you, you like that I had like a really nice transition and they still managed to just right yes, off the cliff? 100%. I wasn't done. We Thelma and Louise that shit. I'm sorry. Did this happen in the last episode? <laughs> a little bit. It still happens. She still tried to do her... Her really moment. poor transitions, yeah. yeah. They were actually pretty good last time, though. Like, they she, went bad. <laughs> she had one really good one last time. Yeah, she had one, one really, really good one. Really one, good one. Kind of shit one. <laughs> but she had one really good one. Uh, so... Speaking of good ones, how about we talk about The Matrix? <laughs> Keanu Reeves did an interview, and he was saying how... Um, 
couple couple things with the the new Matrix movie. Uh, one, they apparently barely did any rehearsing. Um, what which, does that mean for the fight scenes? Is my real question. Yes, like don't this have to be like intricately intricately choreographed? Fight so people scenes? don't get yeah. hurt. Hopefully, people get hurt. Super Neo again. Then they just CGI his ass. And weren't they doing most of that anyway? Yeah. Because he was doing, like, Kamehameha's and shit. It's probably even easier to do that nowadays, too, because at least, at least it'll look better than the uh, early 2000s Matrix video game that actually looked better than the uh, last sequence in <laughs> Matrix uh, Revolutions. Or, I don't know, what was that? Uh, Reloaded. Where he's the the really bad one where like the, where he's gotten all the Smiths are coming into the like little courtyard and yeah. he's like spinning yeah. around on the pipe and it looks just so fucking fake. It looks It doesn't it doesn't hold up. At the time you were sitting there going, That's amazing and then like you watched it two years later and you're like, oh. Wow, that's really bad. Oh, I haven't seen something that ugly in a while. <laughs> I looked in the mirror this morning and I saw something ugly. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then he also said that there's going to be a lot more humor in this movie. The only thing I'm uncomfortable, I'm comfortable with on that, though, is he also said, don't expect Neo to be cracking jokes, but there's more humorous situations in the movie, and I'm okay with that. As long as, yeah, as long as Neo's not sitting there, like, trying to be funny, as long as it's not a cross between Bill and Ted and The Matrix, I'm good. <laughs> though, actually... Maybe I would enjoy that. I don't know. I did. I did like Bill and Ted quite a bit. Even Unfair. the crappy third one, which was crappy, but had its moments. Mm-hmm. It was good and bad. It had its moments for sure. For sure. I don't. I'm like I want this movie to be good, but I just don't have a lot of high hopes for it. I feel like it's probably going to be a letdown. I think it's going to look amazing, and. I know for sure it's going to be very controversial as far as it happens when it comes out. It's going to divide some people for sure. Oh, of course. But I just don't. I just don't know if it's going to I be mean, good. Is anybody familiar with any of the side stories, like any of the comics or stories that they had on the side? Watch the I Animatrix. To a Does degree, but I would have to imagine they're decanonizing most of that. Yeah. I'd figure like if they had anything that they brought anybody back or anything would kind of correlate to the movie, but maybe not. Apparently, theoretically, uh, the last thing that actually is properly canon that they're actually treating as canon is the Matrix Online. Yeah. The storyline from that is technically canon. God, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, was that confirmed or was that just a rumor? No, that's confirmed. uh, Lana Wachowski said that's basically where they're Mm. jumping off from. That's why Morpheus isn't there. But he is there. No, it would a different explain black why guy. there's a conflict between the humans and the Matrix again. again yes. Because yeah. they were supposed to be peaks at the end of the third yeah. one. It's just disappointing because that game really blew. <laughs> it wasn't great, no. 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 I mean, it wasn't even good. No. It was just real bad. <laughs> what? You're the racist who thinks that's Morpheus. I mean, it is Morpheus. It's not Morpheus. It's Does he say his name is Morpheus? Yes. No. I don't think he says his name is Morpheus. <laughs> In the interview, didn't it say that it's supposed to be Morpheus? Yes. I don't think it's supposed to be Morpheus. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not. It is. Well, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. 
That's why I think in the in the they're just changing code said, now. They're they're not bringing uh freaking what's his face back as Lawrence Fishburne into you, you're going to talk shit about Lawrence Fishburne now <laughs> to bring him back into the role of Morpheus. Apparently they didn't even fucking ask him. <laughs> so like like he's on an interview sh- and he's like they didn't even ask me. <laughs> it is also worth remembering that Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus were not actually these characters' names, but what they called themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible that this new character is still Morpheus, but is not <laughs> the original Morpheus. Yeah, it's a, someone else calling himself Morpheus. It's a code like name. Clayton Clint, both being Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. It's a code name. Are it's you looking his, it up? It's his fucking screen he's, name. He's trying to. He's not doing a good job, though. <laughs> The only interview that exists for it so far is the actor saying that his character is known only as Morpheus, nothing else. Well, that's <laughs> dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, because don't like. But it. I mean, if you're talking about this this movie, you already see Trinity come back. Okay, she's, I'm already she's reprising her own role, but at the same time, like that doesn't mean that she's I'm, back. Back. I'm already she's upset. Back back. I'm already upset with some of the character names from the, like the new people that they're adding. Though I love Christina Ricci, her. Her character's name is Gwyn Devere. Um, Jessica Henwick apparently plays Bugs. And you know why I call her fucking Bugs? She's the she's the one jumping around in the trailer with the crazy yeah, she's, legs. She's like the she's new white Bugs rabbit. Bunny. It's bullshit. Yeah. Why, why is that? Why does that enrage you? I don't so? know. It's just dumb. He's a broken human being. It's just dumb. Speaking of dumb things, um, uh, so the know, good HBO things, Game of Thrones prequel, after they spent $30 million on oh, a pilot. Did you look it up? It was $30 million? They have canceled it. <laughs> good. All right, whatever. Fucking dumbasses. Do I'd like to see the pilot. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. It's probably just full of dicks. Well, so... Because everyone knows where that story ends. So what's the point? But it's the how? That I don't watch it anymore. Like, oh, it has a really shitty ending. I have no warm feelings about the early seasons anymore. House of Dragons is still greenlit, though. What's yeah, that one supposed to be? That's about, about the Targaryens. Yeah. The white-haired kinda... people who fucked each other in the family and we, the dragon. We kind of know how that one ends too. <laughs> we do. <Yeah>. Poorly. Poorly. <laughs> Everyone's story ends poorly unless but, you're Arya Stark. But with hey, but with also with more um, incest. Significantly more. Yeah. They they keep they keep their family line going. Do they have sex with each other and had dragons? Like they gave birth to dragons, or are they just had dragons? They just also have dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have sex with their cousins slash sisters slash aunts and uncles. But they Anyone also who have access to dragons. You, they'll sleep with. <laughs> I don't think it has to be opposite gender. Yeah, to procreate. The whole point of the incest is to keep the bloodline pure. <laughs> I like how he said that. Pure. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't see his creepy face that he made with it either. Which is, which is why all of the uh, British monarchs have hemophilia. Um, <laughs> all right, well. Keeping that bloodline pure. Woo! That, that note. Blood disease. Gamers Corner is going to be up on Saturday. Extra Bits will be up on Sunday. I like seeing people's Extra Bits. We love Extra Bits here <laughs> at Send the us your bits. bits. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. And then uh, you can check us out on 
uh, Patreon, Facebook, and Instagram at Eight Bit Cats. That's the number eight B I T K A T Z. <laughs> and until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. I ate too much chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, buddy, you know, you can support us on patreon.com slash 8bitcats or like and listen to us on the podcast platform of your choice. Yes, you can. Yes, you can.